Hello and welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How are you, mate? I'm... Yeah, okay. I have a beer. <laughs> what was... You had a stroke just then, I think. I don't know. It just looked like I just went, yeah. Just went straight up there. Just went, dog, down. Like, yeah. Oh, wait, no. We're all a little bit up and down at the moment with what's going on in, in Victoria at the moment and restrictions starting to ease and all those things. Everyone's a little bit all over the place in terms of their excitement and energy levels right now. So I, I'll, I'll give you a pass. It's a yeah. weird time. It is a weird time. It's a very weird time. I'm itching, um, itching for Friday when we get to eighty percent and they open things up. I can drive into Sunbury and I can go and trade in my old switches. Thanks again, Nintendo, for the OLED. But I can trade in my old switches and make some money back on them. I've been stretched go, financially. I can for go a to while. a. Sh- I can go to a shop. It'd be great. Yeah. Don't know what to say. Hi. So I will say, um, hi. I would like to thanks. buy this. Thank you. Bye. Don't cough on me. What? Whoa, you're real. Yeah, I've just been getting it's everything Amazon all this time. It's like you're not Amazon. Look, there's no going back. There's still like the the bulk of our stuff's still probably going to be delivered these days, whether it's whether it's game stuff, whether it's other essentials. Probably the only you know fruit and veg and those sort of things you get at the supermarket might be the exception, but most shit I'm just going to get delivered going forward. It's awesome. I love it. No effort. Some some prick rocks up on my doorstep with my food. Don't call them a prick when they rock up on the doorstep because they'll probably spit on it next time. Um, and everyone's excited so yeah uh, that's that's the pandemic situation sorted we hopefully don't have to contend with this sort of bullshit ever again let's focus on more exciting topics one that I've been banging on about in patched various patched episodes for years now usually in the lead into every so every E3 or Game Awards or something like that and we've been joking about it all year the lights go dark three green lights three green lights it's happening we think most likely curb your enthusiasm everyone but splinter cell looks like it's happening um a report came out this week uh from a pretty known leaker uh well regarded they've got they've got their details ubisoft are a leaky ship at all times if they've got a title that's in development you always hear about it before before they plan to announce it the closest they've come to actually managing to keep things completely under wraps was the mario and rabbits game the next one that's coming Light of Hope, I think, if I remember, was the subtitle. And Nintendo managed to leak it on their own site the day before E3. Um, so, go figure. Ubisoft's no good at holding on to their information, and it looks like Splinter Cell's finally slipped out. Which is good, because it's been since uh, 2013 when we got Blacklist. But we thought that as a result, with this news coming, they don't talk about it in great detail other than to say it's it's happening, and it's it's quite early. I think we can probably assume 2023, 2024 is probably the, the sort of timeline for this thing. But we thought we'd ask the question, what does Splinter Cell look like in 2023-2024? So we kind of come at this with different levels of experience. I've played not all, but most of the entries. Um, certainly all the ones that people really, really care about, and including the most recent ones in, in Conviction and Blacklist. And your experience is? I played a little bit of uh, Double Agent, and I... Purchased the copy of uh, Conviction for $6 once. So I thought, I'll buy that. I love you managed to dig it. out the prop. Yeah, it's just been sitting there for about, I don't know, a good five years. It's just one of those days where I thought, I'll go buy a console. I saw, oh, Conviction. And then the guy asked me, he's like, you sure you still want that game? I thought, no, nah, I'll keep it. Yeah, keep it. Conviction's awesome. Yeah, just haven't got it around to playing it. Like all the other games I have. So, so with that, yeah, we, we thought with our varying levels of experience, we'd 
we discuss a little bit about what Splinter Cell might look like in, in two to three years from now, whatever this project is that, that Ubisoft's developing. And the reason I think like there's a good conversation to be had there is that Ubisoft has a formula these days that's really become established in the years, especially probably the last eight years since Splinter Cell's kind of disappeared. My theory is that we've not seen it because it hasn't fit in that mould that Assassin's Creed or Watch Dogs or... Um, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising or Far Cry or any of those sort of games do and they've not perhaps known what to do with it like even even The Division you know it's the shared world sort of experience but it's it's open world as well and we're seeing like it's it, Splinter Cell doesn't fit that mould typically so I think this is going to be a pretty interesting conversation where do you think Splinter Cell I know you do have the, the lesser of the experience of the two of us but where do you see Splinter Cell being in a few years from now well the interesting thing because Ubisoft once said that no one plays stealth games anymore. People do play stealth games. You just weren't making a very good stealth game. Assassin's Creed. It's not stealth when you have to follow someone around and listen to their conversation. That's not stealth. That's it, it boring. Kind of is. I, I actually quite like the old Assassin's Creed 1 sort of format. Um, I kind of wish they'd bring it back in a Green. little bit. But sort of the whole eavesdropping thing, like sneaking around much. and all that. Yeah, sure. That's fine. But then they're like, but it was just the same thing over and over and they thought oh yeah. no one plays stealth games anymore like have you ever played Metal Gear Solid that's a stealth game and everyone likes that yeah and the I, I feel days. like we could be talking about Metal Gear a lot obviously it's it's kind of the other really big stealth franchise out there and it's currently a bit quiet at the moment but it did have a somewhat modern entry so we could find ourselves referring to Phantom Pain a little bit through the, through the course of this episode but yeah I mean wh- where do you think they go with it from here I would like to see, because it's been eight years, Yeah. just sort of do, like still have Sam Fisher, obviously, Yeah. but just don't really reference so much of the previous, was it six games? Before I um, just do like a, do, yeah, oh, six. Look, there's a whole bunch so, of little mini spin-offs and side things and all that. There's about well, 10 say, or 12 when you add all them the, in. But. Let's say the main ones. Yeah. Do like, like a James Bond type thing. Like you can watch it, but you can watch, doesn't matter what order you watch him in. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I can appreciate that. I like that. But also, just some other things. Cause are, you quite going as far, are you going as far as to say reboot or just, not just a reboot. story that's detached? Yeah, just a detached story. Not a reboot, not just restart it again. I don't, I don't want to see that. There's, there's too many reboots like that. We just, that's fair. Just, just start a new story and just go from there. Yeah, can, Sam, yeah Sam, Sam, right. just give Sam Just give Sam a new adventure in whatever as, the hell that is as long as and to throw kind of one of my first points in there as long as Michael Ironside is back to assume the role of Sam Fisher we can't be changing things up again we can't be having our our Kiefer Sutherland as, as Solid Snake moment I think I I think again. I know that Dave hang on yeah I mean Michael what Ironside's mean? been kind of the main actor for Sam Fisher for the entire journey until Blacklist I can't even remember the name of the person they brought in for, for the most recent one I'll have to I'll have to check that out while we're chatting but um, I think the actor when you say Michael Ironside, I think I do know that name. Oh, oh that guy. I'll that guy, I know that. Yeah, I know that guy. In all those movies. A guy called Eric Johnson took over for Blacklist. I Eric. don't know Eric Johnson, but uh, get out of here, Eric Johnson. Go away, Eric. Oh, I found his Wikipedia. Big bushy beard. Also, he's younger than me. That upsets me a lot. Wait, no, what? he's active, 1992. He's older than me. He's got 10 years on me. So, so, so he can breathe. Um, Go say eight years ago, he's not even... Was he smoking back then or what? 
to get that voice. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, let's let's firstly make sure we go back to to Michael Ironside. But um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the first one, but that's that's more of a, I guess, a cosmetic sort of thing. That's a presentational aspect. I I would love more than anything for them to stick to kind of the old formula, the self-contained sort of levels and that sort of thing. But considering where Ubisoft has gone in the eight years, I don't see that a hundred percent happening. So I'm looking for a hybrid. I figure there's going to be the open world. They're not going to be able to pass up the opportunity to have some form of open world. But what I'd love is for there to be your open world, and then for each, like if you've got to go, like if the if there's a story mission that's taking you to a certain location, you find yourself in this location, and that location is a self-contained thing. So anything that's going on in the big open world is not going to affect what happens when you're there. You get to you approach this place, and then you kind of launch into a more traditional mission where you're infiltrating somewhere or whatever the case happens to be. This is not like a 2K, NBA 2K scenario where you've got your little That's neighborhood. Yeah. Well, so, hang on, wait, it just reminded me of something. Like Double Agent. That was sort of the same thing. Do they have kind in, of open space where, in the middle there? Yeah, I can't remember. Not the open, with the open spaces, when you're in your little headquarters there and you're doing your task for either them or the other people you're working with. Oh, yeah, okay. That was in between missions. Yeah, I mean, do in between like missions, like I could, I could see you engaging with the open world, and maybe there's stuff that you can go out and do. I, I hope it's not too big of an open world. Like it's, there's a bit it's of play small. space, and you can kind of do some side missions and those sort of things. They might be handy sort of things, but I really want to make sure that the core, the core Splinter Cell structure, which is kind of the old mission to mission to mission, it's like level one, level two, level three, and eventually the story plays out. I want that to still be there. If they have to put all this stuff in the middle, if they feel the need to do that for engagement or monetization opportunities or whatever their re- Ubisoft's reasons might happen to be, I can I can bite that bullet because you can still like uh, they've proven repeatedly they can make really good open worlds. Um, but I want to make sure that when you get to these various points, when you when you've got your mission to do, that that mission is a self-contained thing. I don't There's want to find anything where I can just run in in and out of as I see fit. Like I, I commit to it. And that's it. We're in. Like maybe I meet up with a contact that's at this location, and then I I say, okay, let's do it, and we're into this mission. It's this self-contained space or whatever, and I can do what I need to do, and I can, I can be all Sam Fisher on it. That's, I guess that's kind of my my dream for how this kind of works going forward because I just can't see the old format a hundred percent living. So take that and blend it with the the modern Ubisoft model. I guess is kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah, I'd say definitely don't go full open world because I just don't see that working. Full open world stealth? Doesn't, I just don't see how it does, works. Yeah, it doesn't feel right, especially for a Splinter Cell but type they, game. I guess Kojima did it with Metal Gear, but but even then they had the kind of same sort of thing. You'd, you'd go to key points and you've got your missions that are there um, and then everything in the middle, you could use it or lose it if you wanted to build up your base and those sort of things you could. So I know there could be I mean to your point about you know Sam still being the main guy but kind of wiping the slate clean there might be some opportunities for them to introduce some new characters there that don't they don't go uh, lock they're not a lock to to Master Chief sort of scenario there where someone's taking the spotlight away but they could be they could build up some secondary characters there and maybe some of the side missions involve these other people so you, you don't have to focus on them if you don't want to but if you do, you're getting introduced to these really fascinating new characters that kind of expand the the Splinter Cell universe and all that. So, like, that's an opportunity. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. So, so would I. I'd actually play it if that was the case. If something 
new-ish, but yeah. still the same. Still feels like your old Splinter Cell games. I mean, it it can be done. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's been other games that were released years ago and they still kept that same. I was, was going to say Crash Bandicoot because that sort of kept, but that's sort of a little bit different though. That's a platformer. Yeah, they're, they're leaning on the nostalgia and yeah, as a platformer, you can get away with that a little bit more. Because then you got Duke Duke Forever and that, let's just say, yeah, that, didn't go, that didn't go well. Yeah. I can't think uh, of a recent one that's come out that's had a lengthy layoff. Yeah. Look, I mean, the stealth can work still in the open world as much as I wouldn't necessarily want it. The stealth can work in an open world. We've seen it with Metal Gear. Even more recently, we've seen it with Deathloop, for example. Now, obviously, it's got its kind of story thing there. The, the story's looping and looping and looping over and over, but um, you can still apply those stealth elements in that open world setting if you want, and, and you can get away with it. Um, so there, there's opportunities there for them, but I certainly, I guess the, the one big thing, if there was any one big thing that I'd be wanting for this, it's that they still have the contained mission. Any other thoughts at all in terms of... I mean, again, you're looking at... You're coming at this as someone who's spent less time with Sam Fisher than I have. Is there anything yeah. that you'd just like to see in, a ga- in the game that might make it just... To your point a moment ago, I would play that now if it was like this. I would say if it was like... Something like... I'll say Ghost of Tsushima, where you have you can do it in Delth. Yep. Or you can go Guns Blazing, but Guns Blazing is usually a bad choice like in Ghost of Tsushima like going yeah, you out want to just, do it, you've got to be elite you got to be you got to do it right sort of thing yeah. just do it wrong then you're done for yeah but like yeah, I, I can said, see I can see like the absolute you know like the, the best 1% if you're able then you can do it all guns blazing but if not you probably want to play stealth I even don't mind bit. them bringing the um, and I guess it kind of builds on that point a little bit like blacklist People were a bit concerned at first because when Blacklist was announced, um, there were a lot of kind of open areas. It, it was starting to tip a little bit into the open world sort of space. There was a lot of outdoor spaces and past Splinter Cells have all been about nighttime or you're indoors and so you can kind of be hiding in the roof or in the ceiling, that sort of thing, and then jump down behind someone and get them that way. And you couldn't really do that in la- not not all of Blacklist, but certainly some large chunks of it because they were in open spaces and that sort of thing. And I think that that scared a few people but it actually worked and I'd, I'd be okay if they did more of that um, I, there's a lot of Blacklist I think they can bring across despite the fact that yeah Blacklist is, is awesome in my opinion but it's not the best in the franchise there's some cool stuff that they did there especially those those daytime encounters that I'd like to see them bring across and see what they can do with them with, with everything that's kind of grown and evolved in the last eight years there's an opportunity there yeah eight years is a long time you know what's been come through those eight years I wrote a little yeah. list. Uh, two console generations in those eight yeah, years. Yeah, because Blacklist came out in August and the PS4 yeah. came out like a month or yeah. two later. I'm not I'm not going on sort of months here because I know the other next ones. Uh, there's been, there will be three The Last of Us releases. <laughs> Wait. Three GTA. Oh, remastered, okay, yeah. Remastered all that. Uh, three GTAs, fives, re- yep. re-release whatever. Uh, Games Pass, which came out in Actually, 2017. Your Last of Us point, there could be four of them. Remember, there's a Last of Us remake that's in development as well, apparently. Oh, God. Uh, great. Uh, there's been eight COD games. Yep. Seven Assassin's Creed games. Seven. Three Ghost Recon. Assassin's Creed in that time. 
you say three Ghost Recon games and they're rubbish half the time and this other game called Watch Dogs which is let's be honest it's not great yeah I'm not big on Watch Dogs I mean, I mean they could have just spent more of their time on I don't know another Splinter Cell game <laughs> and, and three Ghost Recon games how many Far Cries have we had did you mention that no but I'd say three We've I can't had, remember when nah it'd be more than that we've had um, oh wait no five five be three we've had four, four uh, Primal five New Dawn and six We've even seen remasters of three along the way as well, if you want to toss that in there. Six or seven. So I even put that in there. Holy shit. Yeah. We had doing you Sa- the Sandfish has been neglected. And obviously yeah, I mean, we've seen the division and those sort of things pop off as well. So they're due. Sandfish is due some love. Don't put him in a bloody another another game. Don't put him in like bloody Riders Republic or anything. Or else oh, he's going to pop up like 15 times before the game actually comes out, if it even or comes out. Raymond. If he's in a Raymond game, I'll be upset. Holy shit. I mean, it would just be nice if we got a Rayman game, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's a whole other thing as well. Um, so, off the topic of the game itself, when do we actually see this thing get announced? Ooh. Does How Ubisoft soon? have anything big? Could it become at the state of play? No. Oh, there's no way it's at the state of play this this week. Holy shit, though, if it does. Just, maybe just the three green lights, just to get everyone I mean, excited. Look, whenever it pops up, it would be like you know, side note about that, not specifically the state of play, but it'd be a good thing for PlayStation to kind of associate themselves with because for years, Splinter Cell was really attached to, to Xbox. Xbox. The first few like, Xbox conviction exclusive to Xbox still to this day, it's exclusive to Xbox. There's, there's not been a remaster or anything like that. It's, it's oh, still conviction. just on the 360. What? You, this thing yeah, is Xbox exclusive. Yeah, really? Conviction is still Xbox exclusive. You can't get it. Um, usually they have their little... Usually they have their little um, sign on there saying only on the Xbox 360. Yeah, it's, it's never it. left. Blacklist was multi-plat. Um, and all the old games, I think, at this point are available as well. But... Black, uh, sorry, uh, Conviction has still never made its way off off the Xbox platform, which does give me the shit. So I hope that that gets the uh, the has its Alan Wake moment sometime soon. A uh, remaster. Yeah, a remaster of some sort. Not with Epic doing it, of course. But, uh, okay, it's definitely not going to be uh, state of play. I would say maybe E three. Part of them to get their like to to just steal a little bit of that association. Like, hey, it's a PlayStation thing now or two. You know, however they want to do it because it's so like, better on Xbox for years. Say, just like um, Knights of the Old Republic, the remake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's exactly how you want to try and reframe it all. You know, the Destiny-style thing, like Bungie's ours now. Not that they were, but they locked down some exclusive stuff, so all the promos had PlayStation all over it. Like, that's that's smart stuff. Then all those PlayStation fanboys will go, oh, suck shit, Xbox. Oh, we got Splinter Cell. Yeah, oh. suck shit. They <laughs> go, like, oh, yeah, we got Splinter Cell. Like, us. Oh, yeah, great. When? It's just like, when's, where's Spider-Man in Avengers? Where's he? Where is Spider-Man? Yeah. Does it worry that the game's not developed by the usual team? Apparently. It's not being developed by the Montreal team. They haven't specified where. It's just that it's oh, not no. the core team. Like, does that, oh, no. is that a concern? It is. Because when you don't have the main team that created, just like uh, Rare and their Banjo-Kazooie game that they got on Xbox. Yeah. None of them were there, and guess what? It was That's rubbish. Shit. It was rubbish. So that does scare me a bit. But I could be wrong. But usually with those type of games, 
when you've had like one say company do it for a long time and then someone else does it it i wouldn't say it doesn't end badly it's just people just it's just a different feel and you can really tell yeah what about the fact and here's a little curveball that doesn't affect the game that we're talking about but um they it was actually announced last year that there's an oculus vr splinter cell game coming really yeah some people were still disappointed because it wasn't the, the the game we were looking for. But yeah, it was announced. Um, I'm just quickly skimming through a VGC article here. September 16th last year, um, Ubisoft has announced a new Splinter Cell title exclusive to Facebook's Oculus VR headsets. The title was announced during the company's Facebook Connect event on Wednesday alongside a new Assassin's Creed VR title. So That's we've got just Sam Fisher in weird. VR. What, so do people have to do like uppercut to um, stab people just oh for the assassin's creed let's yeah. hope so that'll be cool um so, i like the idea yeah. of just walking along and in the dark and just turning like maybe it's like a button that, that i press or something like that or on the wrist or something like that that i'm just turning my green lights on and off on and off just like i'll, I'll just sit there for hours like goes on like goes up like goes on like goes off <laughs> all i see is just people with their vr just like crouching down sort of sneak it up behind an enemy and then they do the like their pretend choke hold on the oh yeah I mean I'll have fun with that I'm just looking then... to get cashed up so I can have my, uh, get myself some ocular stuff and then as soon as I do yeah I'll I'll lean in on that why and not Facebook Facebook will release the Oculus 2 and you'll just go what yeah yeah there, there is kind of the trick about when but I think the Oculus Quest 2 which is the the most recent wireless one I feel like I've got at least a few years with that one so maybe maybe that's the path I need to go down yeah, there's there's the there's the VR title. Um, Eve Gilmo last year said that the Splinter Cell series needed to evolve before it could make a comeback. Like there was, I don't know. It's 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 interesting kind of to see where the franchise is at. But I think like when he said when he's talking about evolve, I really think it's just we need to somehow find a way to turn it into one of our games, one of our modern games. And if they can do that, they'll be happy because then they think they can you know. There's skins that we can sell or there's XP boosters that we can sell or any of that sort of stuff, which I don't know about you. I mean, have you been playing some of the recent Assassin's Creeds and those sort of things? Like, they're, uh, they're there. Yeah, I know you said I know you said Odyssey had one. Odyssey and had I, it. I didn't do it because I got distracted and did everything else on the islands. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I I've not felt... pretty, much, I pretty much skipped it. Yeah, I, I'm the same as you. Like, I've, I've seen them there and I, like they're a temptation but I've not I've been compelled by the content that they've made and so I've never worried about it so I feel like like they can they can still go down that pathway if they want if they just make sure that whatever you've got to do in the middle is meaningful and it's really true to the the, the formula of Splinter Cell not the, the Ubisoft open world formula then I I think I can deal like if you get if you have to navigate a world like maybe when you're navigating that world you don't even have to worry about stealth like if you had to navigate like navigate in stealth through this open world holy shit you'll never get anything done because everything's so far away like you'd be potentially moving around you chat to someone like a, a key person you need to speak to like here's your contact here you go speak to that person and then he kind of supermans himself into like jumps into a phone box to, gets into his uh, Sam Fisher epic gear and off you go for this mission or whatever the case happens to be but otherwise things are too slow in that open world but I can I can work with the model as long as yeah we're not a hundred percent forcing us down this we want your money path. 
or this whole, hey, you want to go faster? Here, buy this small little booster. Like, no. Or 50 hours long. Like, I just don't want... Like, Valhalla, for example, it's just insane how big that game is. Yeah, you know, especially for a Splinter Cell-type game, you don't want a 50-hour game. Yeah, it needs to be tight for the most part. I know, because that would be almost like a three-hour level if you're going to do stealth. Yeah. It'll just drive you insane. And if you have to go back to the start again, that's going to make people cry. Yeah, which is where I'm I'm kind of the mind that if you're going to go down this open-world path, that's fine, but no XP. You're not you're not building XP. These are still standalone missions. It's you and the controller, or your mouse and keyboard, whatever. It's your skill that gets you through the missions. Um, so you don't feel like you have to go and do the side stuff in order to level Sam up enough so that he's then able to take on like to do enough damage to the the guys he takes up. Like all of a sudden, a stealth move that's an instant takeout takedown before is no longer any good because you're not doing enough damage. So. You go and shank the guy in the uh, wherever, and he, he's still standing because his health bar says that he's alive. And then, you know, like that, that just ruins the whole thing. It's not a stealth game anymore. So, hopefully, like I'm okay with that, all that stuff. But as long as there's no XP, I guess, to force you to grind to make sure you're up to snuff, because that just breaks what the stealth yeah. game should be. I think. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't want XP. I mean, you can have weapons upgrades, sure. I'm not bothered by that, but... Yeah, it's okay. But not XP. Yeah. I mean, if you upgrade all your weaponry to make things easier, sure. But I don't really want to unlock this stealth move that Sam probably should already know, because he's... He's been doing it for how many years? He's been doing it for a long, long time. He doesn't need to learn how to break someone's leg again. Again. This is not a God of War game where it's just miraculously you've been stripped of your power, like all your powers, and you have to go from scratch again. It's a dude in the real world, so, or or a Metroid Prime game where you just magically every game just lose all your abilities and they're well, just yeah. floating. They're floating in the world there, just waiting for you to pick up. Yeah, like we we just took your abilities and scattered them. Scattered them go everywhere. Them. And you find those things, and all of a sudden your memories work again. Like yeah, it's it's a bit weird in that sense, but yeah, um, don't do that. Yeah, let's let's not do any of that sort of stuff. Any other thoughts at all? No, not really. Just can we just get? I just like I would like to get away from the Ubisoft formula for a little bit. Oh, so would Cause, I. Because at the moment there was a point where it just felt like everything was just mixing in with one another. Because I don't. They all feel the same. Yeah, because with this Black Flag and Watch Dogs, there was sort of a link there, and you can just go, no, it's just getting too close to each other. You yeah. don't cross games. Just like Ghostbusters, you don't cross the streams. And with gaming, you don't cross don't the cross franchises. Don't, yeah, don't cross your franchises. Um, I mean, like even... Unless it's Nintendo. I'm still a little then, concerned because even when they've tried to go back to something that's kind of true to what they did before with Prince of Persia, for example, like there's the remake that they were doing and it got shouted down so much because the game looked and played like shit that they've gone back to the drawing board to, to finish working. That's just a remake of Sands of Time. So I'm worried just that they don't remake, know what they're doing dude. unless it's unless it's one particular sort of game. I'm worried that they don't know what they're doing. Yes, because you go, oh, well, how can we make this uh, Prince of Persia game? Go, I know, let's give him a blade. No, no, no Assassin's, that's Assassin's Creed. Why don't we give him a gun? No, that's, that's, that's uh, Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon. No. Or Division. Uh, let's put it in first person mode. No, that's Rainbow Six. Just, I don't know, no. but it, but they forget that like they shift through all these perspectives, but it's still the same game at the end of the day. 
the, I guess the Rainbow yes. Six ones are maybe the exception, but they're they're kind of multiplayer games first and foremost, so they by nature. Are it wasn't the first. Uh, I know we're going off topic. The first Assassin's Creed game was that meant to be a Prince of Persia game? At one point, it was. Yeah, yes. and they realised that they'd kind of deviated too much from what Prince of Persia was. So, so just got, that's what you. So that's what you don't want to do. That's why you don't want to do a Splinter Cell then. Yeah, just don't do anything to Sam Fisher. He's already endured enough. We've all endured enough. It's it's done. It, like, this is our chance to get a real Splinter Cell game. Do it. And everyone just wants to see everything to go dark, and see three green lights. They're they're popping up on screen, and then multiple times the three, in this episode. Then the three green lights, just the cut. He takes off his goggles, and there you see Sam. And I don't know what's next after that. And then that's it. He goes and shanks someone or disappears into the darkness, turns his lights off and hides. I can deal. Just give it to me. It's time. We've waited long enough. I can't believe we're actually saying oh. this. Like, after all these oh. years of patched episodes, right. we're so- it's happening. And then, no, when he puts up his little goggle things, you hear the voice of Michael Ironside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, throw people that bone. Throw and us then- that bone, too. Don't leave us waiting for that. And that's it. And then that's all your trailer. See? That's all you need. Just give hope for people yeah, that there actually, is. They, they don't even need to do a big proper trailer. They can just drop that teaser. Yeah. Let, okay, let's do it at the state of play this week. Why not? Just It's happening. Uh, three green lights. Michael Ironside's yeah. voice. That's it. See, Doesn't even have just, to say Splinter Cell. Just, just do what um, Sony did, was it last year, with their God of War? Logo. That's it. Logo. That was it. And everyone went nuts for it. I went and nuts. I was like, oh. Everyone was going crazy Can't for just a, wait. the logo. And then everyone was blaming again a lot of Pierce because it got delayed till 2022 yeah. or whatever and it is. it's not her fault. We learned yeah. whose fault it was. And yeah. if you're blaming him for it, you're an arsehole. Oh, this guy. Hang Don't on. tell me you're whipping out some Stargate stuff. Oh, oh Corey Barlock, Mario. Oh, no, I know. Wait, it's like Scooby-Doo for a second. Wait, that's not Mario. You it's need to move it more Corey in front of your head, remember? Oh yeah, Corey Barlog, you you're the reason. No, um, we'll, we'll keep Mario there for the rest of the episode. All right, that's where we're going to wrap things up. Uh, we've been rambling about Splinter Cell and just very loosely for a long time. Uh, if you enjoyed just, this just, episode, just Ubisoft, just give Paul what he wants. He's been waiting eight long years for this. Yeah, and while we're at it, he, uh, he, Bioware. He keeps, if you can... he keeps seeing lights everywhere. He sees it goes to traffic lights. He sees it go green. He thinks, oh, oh no, it's just go. It's just one shit. It's just one. <laughs> it's just one green light. Um, while we're at it, uh, Bioware give Matt Hewson Jade Empire. Matto, what do you want? Uh, uh, I don't know. A PS Five. Yeah. Okay. The Sony send him a PlayStation. I'll hit him up. No. We'll give you a that. fridge. A fridge oh, or Xbox? Give me the fridge. Damn it elsewhere not just Australia um, we'll wrap things up there though uh, one thing that I guess people will note is that this wasn't our updates episode we usually do save that for the end of the month we realised only moments before we started recording that this should have actually been the updates episode so we'll, you'll, we'll do that next week uh, if you enjoyed this episode of Patched please be sure to like, share, subscribe all the buttons are down below hit the notification bell that way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel that includes more patched player two plays gamer school and a whole bunch more lots of review discussions and spoiler casts and all those sort of things we've in the last i think since our last episode we've had a, a psychonauts okay. 2 spoiler cast we've had review discussions metroid. For both metroid and crisis trilogy remastered i've got one coming up with ryan betson for story of seasons another one that is embargoed until later this week um 
and potentially another going, one that's also dead. embargoed this week too. Like might be up before patch goes up. We'll see. Um, we're going down a different path here. We've gone from just regular chats and video games to cooking videos and, and sixteen episodes a week. A game and just yeah. game discussions. Why not? It's good shit. Not- People subscribe. Go, go check the stuff on the YouTube channel and, of course, the audio versions here on the patch feed. And some guy called Doug didn't like me. No, not really. Doug, Doug loves you. We've just got to wait for the right game. Doug, if you're watching or listening, I don't know. Can you send me a code to pass on to Matt? I don't, I don't care what it is. Give him... Um, you can give me just a thing that's just white. My name is a- Pedro. That'll do. Send him my name is Pedro. Just because. Or you can just send me a game with just a white space with a black dot in the middle. Yeah, that'll use me for hours. Yeah, that'll keep going. Watch me go. Visit the website, play2.net for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, links to the podcast series, patch the Play 2 Pixelcast and Dev Diary. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash play2au. Kick a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And then finally, this Twitter, Matto. Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for me. The website's play2au. And until next time, put your helmets on. Three green lights. We'll see you in a couple of years with the final product. <laughs> oh god. I'll see you in a few years.